Hi everyone and welcome back to Mind, Body and Soul. I'm Tavonga, your host, and today we're going to be talking about women. I thought it was appropriate to just do a little thing where we just talk about like different women and what we learn from them, um, just to commemorate Women's Day, which was on Wednesday, okay? So, was it on Wednesday? I think it was on Tuesday. So anyway, let's get started. We're going to look at about seven or eight women who had a role to play in the Bible and just like briefly talk about what they did just to say, you know, we see you, you know, well, they don't know that we see them because like they're gone, but like, you know, we learn something from everyone in the Bible. This episode is just about women. Okay, cool. So first one is Hagar. She's the mother of Ishmael. So what happened was Sarai, Sarah, names again, Sarai was the wife of abram and she was unable to bear children so what she did was she asked her maid to go and have her kids on her behalf with her husband but like there's no knowing how these women didn't really pick up the red flags in their little plan because obviously this wasn't gonna end well so now what happened was um hagar started to act in a way that caused jealousy and conflict right um sorry being jealous because now you know how Hagar is acting she's moving bulky right and so things got heated to the point where Hagar had to run away and now on her way to no one knows where God asked her like okay Hagar where are you coming from and where are you going and that's when it hit her like okay I have no idea where I'm going right so then God told her go back bro <laughs> like go back and do what you're supposed to do from the beginning right and she went back so the lesson that we learn here is that sometimes we forget it and sometimes we need reminding but we always need to remember that god sees us he's there for us he doesn't put us in these situations for no reason we don't find ourselves in these situations for no reason and like hey girl like i mean sometimes we really need to find ourselves in a lot of trouble to see that god sees us but you know we should learn from her that it should be always at the back of our minds that he's seeing us he's not abandoning us and he's got our back okay cool next person is lois she is the mother of what's her name eunice right and eunice is the mother of timothy so what we see here right is we should never underestimate the power of a prayerful grandmother, right? Why? Because she is mentioned in the Bible on account of her faith. So what happens here is that Paul recognizes Timothy's, Timothy's faith and he says that it's because Lois had faith and she taught Eunice who taught Timothy. So it's one of those one prayerful person in a family can have a significant effect on the people to follow them. To the point where like two generations down people are still talking about how prayerful the source was and how that's the reason why everyone else is in line you know so you shouldn't underestimate the power of one committed woman who wants to give her life to christ and the effect that she will have or how the effect that that faith will have on everyone who's to follow that's a huge lesson right like we shouldn't think that we're small or too uh, little or unable to make a difference in our faith because your faith could literally have an impact on the next person and then the next person and then the next person and next thing you know like it's just a really beautiful picture right i think that's a valuable lesson so don't underestimate the impact that you can have on the people around you with your faith you don't have to do big things just have your faith keep it 
and make sure that other people see it so that they can realize that it's a really good thing and it's a really big thing and the impact that it has is significant okay then you've got euodia and <clears throat> synth <clears throat> i don't know how to say her name okay so we're gonna go with s e and s right this story is found in Philippians chapter 4 verses 2 to 3 okay so you can can learn how to pronounce them and then you can let me know but for now we're just dealing with ENS right so their relationship turned sour these were like besties and it turned sour and the conflict was left unresolved and it created unhealth an unhealthy environment where they were right and so they failed to sort out the issues privately so then Paul made them sort out the issues publicly and he made them deal with it and make sure that like they sorted everything out because they were making everything hard for everyone else right so what he said to them was focus not on what you disagree on focus on what you agree on which is christ right and now when you're on the same page there you realize you're on the same team and you know now we can move forward right and so what do we learn here the first thing is if you fail to sort your issues out privately maybe get a third person to come in to deal with the issue and maybe give you a perspective that you've never thought of because honestly I, I had never thought of that like giving people advice to say okay let's not focus on what you're fighting about let's focus on why you were in agreement in the first place and it's that you both love jesus so let's build on that and then like let's put everything on the side which is fantastic right and another thing is teamwork is a thing that can easily be affected by conflict right so there's a big team like paul wasn't just working with these two people they're working with everyone but the conflict between two people had the effect on the entire team and so we need to start thinking about that when we're dealing with lots of people like our attitude towards one person or the leader or a, like a colleague or whatever can have a huge impact on everyone else and so you need to be able to deal with that conflict and resolve it either privately or publicly but it needs to get done okay like i said philippians right then the next person that we're going to talk about is joanna not much is said about joanna in the bible except that her husband was chooser and he worked in the household of herod right and she is said to be one of the women who was exercised by jesus she's mentioned together with mary magdalene and what happens with her is that she used a portion of her income to provide for the needs of Jesus and his disciples as they traveled from city to city. And she was also there at the empty tomb. Um, in, in Luke chapter 8, she said to have been cured of the evil spirits, like I said, um, exercise. And she was a steward to Herod. And what do we learn about Joanna? First of all, she was living in Herod's house. This is the same Herod that had John the Baptist beheaded. And this is the same Herod who also was there when Jesus was executed. So she was working in the house of the enemy, but that didn't prevent her from providing for like the cause, like the bigger cause, like the what like why we are here anyway. She took him some money and contributed as much as she could to ensure that the ministry kept moving forward, even though she found herself, you know living with the enemy right so i guess what's important here is to be selfless and not to think about oh what if i get in trouble whatever because jesus is really why we're here and so we need to remember that everything that we do should be for him even if it might have dire human consequences like she could have been killed right but she wasn't obviously 
but she was living with that risk and we need to be able to be comfortable like going through some of these risks for the sake of the lord right then the next woman is eve <clears throat> now a lot of people be with eve because they're like she's the reason why we're struggling right but we have to learn something from that story and it's that we mustn't fall prey to the oldest trick in the book and she was the first one to find herself getting tricked using that trick right which is confusion doubt and suspicion that's what the devil does he causes confusion and says did god really say that right then doubt do you really think you would die and then suspicion did he tell you everything right and now you're like finding yourself in a situation where you're like maybe there's a loophole here there are no loopholes when it comes to the bible it's really clear-cut straight like no compromise no question nothing it's really what it is and what it seems right there's no mincing of words but the devil will try and make you confused and make you doubt that maybe that's not what i heard now did god really mean yes he did okay so that's what we learned from eve don't do what she did sometimes the biggest les lesson that you will learn from someone is how not to do something you don't have to always do what they did right and then we have anna she was 84 years old but she was only married for seven years which must have been like devastated but she didn't lose faith in the lord like imagine if i Tawanga, got married today and then seven years down the line my husband dies and then the rest of my life i'm just living alone that's like it, it's enough to shake someone's faith but no anna she was not bitter she was not in despair she was just living her life right she became best friends with the lord and she spent hours in the temple and she was there when mary and joseph dedicated jesus right and she went and she told everyone about it she went and she told everyone and she's like you know what that savior that we've been waiting for the person who's going to deliver us the person who's going to save us he's being born guys i saw him right and so we learned a lot of things from her like she still believed in god to the point where she proclaimed the birth of his son after everything that had happened after anyone could have been lonely and be like why did the lord do this to me this is the love of my life and he's gone but she was like hey it happens the lord has a plan for me and then when jesus like came to the temple with his parents or was brought to the temple yeah, was brought to the temple by his parents right she went out and she proclaimed the good news that jesus is born it's time for you guys to get up and get ready because our redeemer is here right cool then we have miriam she was moses's sister she did a lot of things guys she would literally watch her brother um like be in a basket on a stream and fight the urge to get him back and she did that because she's trying to save his life because obviously herod had ordered the death of hebrew sons because he was threatened like the men of the bible really threatened by babies guys it's actually quite insane but anyway um she watched um over her brother from the distance and then when the princess came from this baby she's like okay i need someone to nurse this child for me she volunteered her mom right and she said don't worry we'll take care of them and so she was literally the reason why moses was able to grow up with his siblings because obviously he was then nursed by his mom and then taken back to the temple after he'd been weaned right and she stood with him when they freed the israelites right she was a praiser she was a worshiper she was a singer she was a prophetess she was a leader right she was like the model this is what you need to do as a sister and as a follower of the lord right um 
she only made a mistake though uh when she criticized her brother because then the lord was like why did you criticize my chosen one now i'm not really acquainted with the story i'm not going to pretend like i know but we're going to get into miriam a little later all we need to know right now is that she had faith that her brother would not come to any harm and she was um dedicated to her family to the point where she even dressed herself hiding there watching that like boy there but she also pulled through because she then enabled her family to be kept together which is like really big right then the next person is peter's mother-in-law she was healed by jesus from a fever and then she immediately got up and served him right and we learned two things from her we are healed so we can help and we are saved so we can serve right so god provides all of this protection on us and he provides everything that we need our educations if it's the money that we have the cars that we drive whatever everything that we have right the lord he made way for us to have those things but it's not for us to be selfish whatever it's for us to help people it's for us to use the resources that we have to help those that don't have all right so we shouldn't take that for granted so we see this in peter's mother-in-law she is saved right god literally jesus really puts his hand on her she gets healed and then she gets up and she starts to serve him right which is symbolic according to the source and i agree right anyway then we've got michelle michael she's the daughter of king Saul, and she was the wife of david now she is another person that we need to learn from but not because we want to do what she did we're trying to do the opposite of what we, what she did so David's pulling back um, the Ark of the Lord and it's in the courtyard or whatever. And then he gets really, really happy. He's very excited that this is happening. So he starts to dance. But she doesn't look at her husband like, wow, like he's really doing what he said he wanted to do. She's looking at him in contempt. And he was praising the Lord and asking for a blessing, right? But the blessing never came. And this is because she looked at her husband in contempt and she wasn't. She was very proud and she wasn't humble in front of the Lord. And she blocked his blessings. And it's a lesson like we can't afford to look at people in a way that is contemptful thing is i thought i was on a roll then i lost the word right we can't look at people in contempt because we don't know what we're blocking we don't know what effect it's gonna have and this is not just in the spiritual realm we should really just be happy for people because we don't know what they're going through we don't know why they're so excited we don't know how far they've come you don't know anything right you just know what you can see and even then you can't even understand you might even misinterpret it so what's essential what's essential and important is that we should always 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 be happy happy for people we should humble ourselves and get off our high horses right and try not to understand everything because a hundred percent of the time we don't right then we've got priscilla and she had her husband whose name i forgot her but they were always together. And each time they're mentioned in the Bible, they are mentioned together. It's not just Priscilla. It's Priscilla and her husband. And what we learn there is the power of partnership, right? And marriage and ministry and mission. They did a lot of things, right? They were from Corinth and then they were friends with Paul and they hosted Paul for the like the whole time that he was in Corinth and they after they, they followed him to Ephesus right and they helped Apollos right and then they helped Apollos understand the way of the Lord and they had a house church 
and their house church is known in the New Testament like they opened up their home for people to come and live there and hear the word as well and so it's like they worked together in ministry to further the gospel of Christ and I feel like that's really important like obviously I'm not married right but obviously I'm gonna be married one day and you learn from these people to see like you can really have it all like you could have your thing going on and be happy and um be strong spiritually as well and be the people that jesus wants you to be right you learn from priscilla and her husband so i'm probably gonna go into like greater detail for some of these characters at a later stage so you can treat this as a trailer but i also just didn't want the week to go by and not mention some women who had some very strong roles to play in the bible and so i hope you enjoyed the episode i do struggle with names sometimes and sometimes my my mouth moves faster than my brain so like i say things but then like they get jumbled up and stuff but it's okay right because like we're working on it right this is just the beginning of a really really awesome experience and a really really great podcast so thank you for sparing your time and spending time with me and listening and learning more about biblical characters with me i will see you next time bye